What is going on, everybody? How is it going? Back this week with another podcast. Um, it's a little different setup this week. Instead of Dave being right next to me, he is on the phone. Yeah, I'm always next to you, though, in spirit, Bob. You know, connected, really connected by the hearts. And I appreciate that. <laughs> However, this week, instead of Dave being here in the kitchen, it is Harry. How you guys doing? Thank you for having me. Harry came back into Geeson this weekend, or this week, so uh, jumped at the chance to get us the three of us back together and record a pod. Yeah, way to pull out, hey. Dave. Well, which is weird. He's my, not used to not, that. It's not always my strong suit, but I pulled it no, out. It's not. <laughs> uh, it's good to hear from you, though, man. What are you doing back in Geeson? Oh, it's my mom's birthday, so I just came down. I, I try to make it down like at least once every two months, and now uh, for about the last three months, I was here once every month. So I'm um, gonna try and make that a tradition. Try to be a regular back home, <laughs> however strange yeah, that well, is. Well, since we uh, both learned how to play poker at my birthday party, uh, <laughs> maybe we should try to put that back together when you're in town. Oh, absolutely. But uh, maybe for motivational purposes, we should use real money. Uh, that's my plan. I actually got the yeah. um, the setup that I had, the chips. I got them all designated what they are now. <laughs> so I think next time we'll go with that. That's good because I think we changed it like 18 times. Yeah. We did. We did. <laughs> Math. Math was not our strong suit that night. It was not. <laughs> Actually, the funniest thing about that, though, who who's that, um, your British friend, Andy, right? Andy, yeah. Yeah. As we were playing, um, I ran out of chips because I went yep. just, it's stupid. Yep. Dave just kept adding me, like, he gave me <laughs> chips. And I look over at Dave, and I'm like, what the fuck? Dave's, like... Dave is kicking dick, dude. He's doing really good. Oh yeah. But he just kept taking out of the case and putting yeah. them next to him. And I had the I had the case on the other side of the room, and I'd slowly walk over there like I was getting a new drink, and I would just put my hand in there and reach out random chips and stuff them in my pocket. The, <laughs> the best part is though, this dude Andy is just kind of he just looks so confused and he's staring at Dave's stack and he's like, this, "What the fuck." But he doesn't say a single thing. <laughs> well, he's being polite. He's being very British. He was being very polite. Yeah. <laughs> but but as the night got going, um, the best part was towards the end of the night, Andy, uh, I can't remember who was making him drinks. We were drinking Jack and Coke, but um, it was weird. We drank Jack and Coke, even though I literally had an assortment and selection of every alcohol you could possibly want that night. You certainly did. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, I, I don't, I don't, you know. We had, we had, I thought it was a good time. I had a great time. But as we got to the end of the night, what I wanted to say was getting sidetracked. As we got to the end of the night, Andy started to get a little more alcohol in him. That, that polite British man left him and he went to the world conquering British type and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and really went all in on those, on that, on the poker. What's weird is, man, I kept filling my stack up and I just kept losing, which makes me think, which makes me happy we weren't using real money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might have had to figure out a way to pay my rent this month. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but I hope you guys had a good time. I think it was a good... I had a great time. Yeah, definitely had a great time. Yeah, great selection of people. Definitely. Yeah. It makes a huge difference when mm. you get the right guys, group of guys together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, um, well, maybe, we'll see. All right. We'll leave it at that. But it was a good time, man. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. I think you really should um, like put more emphasis on diversity next time. We were missing an Asian guy. Uh, we were missing trans. Um, you really get some of those some of those out groups. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Whoa, we, whoa, whoa, gentlemen, gentlemen. Kim was there that night. So what is he? Asian trans? No, he's Indian. He is he's Indian. Yeah, Native American. Native American Indian. <laughs> oh, you're serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kim, Kim claims that. I'm not joking. I'm not even making but a joke. He claims- it's absolutely believable. Yeah, dude, ancestry. I'm that sure, shit, man. Yeah, I'm sure because I mean, you being half American, um, and us being Americans, I'm sure if we did one of those um, DNA tests, there's going to be some sort of even if it's like a very, very, very tiny bit, there's going to be a percentage of that within us, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. My, my uncle did it once, um, did that, or he unveiled it at a family reunion. And we thought that our Asian features, because um, all of our African-American side do have um, that Asian feature in them, like around the eyes. Um, we thought that was from Native American ancestry, but it's actually a Chinese guy that... So you guys are like Tiger Woods. No shit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So you're telling me a Chinese a Chinaman snuck in on you and then you got it in your, <laughs> yeah, I, your jeans? Is dude, totally, me, totally, man. I talk about that on stage too. Um, it's like, it's a long story, so you're going to have to bear with me. Um, in 1860, a guy immigrated from Mandarin, China um, to escape like plutocracy in China because communism was still 60 years away there. And uh, he wanted to go, a pla- uh, go to a place where there's like racial... No, not racial equality, but equality, you know, not... Um, He's going to the wrong place. Yeah, so he went to, <laughs> so, so this dumb fuck literally went to pre-Civil War America yeah. to, to, get, to get equality and everything. So um, he set up a pressing company, and that's what a lot of um, Asian immigrants did. That's why a lot of them still to this day are into like, um, like dry cleaning and pressings. No shit. So he set up a pressing company close to uh, a plantation in Dublin, Georgia, where I think it was my great-great-grandma worked. And her job, it's on the record, her job was um, to bring shirts and sheets like from this plantation to the pressing company to have them pressed. So Ooh, Granny was a slut. Yeah, and this guy did more than laundry. So, <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so he had, like, he had TikTok dick, man. He had <laughs> oh, he was playing with some folds. <laughs> 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 but wow. um, so, well um, done, Bobby. Well done. Thank you. His family name was Pan, and um, he adopted the English name Peter. So just let that sink in. Peter Pan fucked my great great grandma. That is nice. amazing. <laughs> that is nice. absolutely amazing. <laughs> you gave her all three inches, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely took her to Never Never Everland. <laughs> Guess his- I guess his pullout game wasn't that great either. No, man. His, his pullout game sucked. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I, then we did have an Asian at the party. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, when I was, you know, I just, I just didn't want to be the only one, you know, because I felt kind of. Now, we still need a trans guy, though. I, I have a feeling I don't really think I know any Asians over here, all jokes aside, and I don't think I know any trans people over here. I don't know any trans people either, see, because that's that's the confusing thing about uh, social media nowadays, you know, because um, with all the equality talk going on and everything, I figured that there was like li- literally an army of 500 million trans people just waiting for their break, but it's literally yeah. just three people with a Facebook account. Right, and you're not even allowed to ask. That's the fucked up part. Like, you right. see something, you're like, man, you... It's possible, but he might be, Bobby, be that guy. Bobby, you're not there yet, dude. Wait till you hit 40. 
I don't know what happened, but I hit 40 and I became my father. I don't know. Overnight, <laughs> like, like just angry about things that make no sense to me. Uh-huh. And, and just like, I don't get this issue. What is the problem? Like, it was very, I don't know. I became a very, I became my father. I became the person that said I wouldn't become. I'm <laughs> um, just so bitter about things. Like, oh, God. Like, I, I want to, I, I used to bitch about seeing pictures of people's food on Facebook. And now I'm longing for the days when I used to see pictures of people's food on Facebook. Because <laughs> oh, that was all just people trying to get you onto their agenda, right? <sighs> yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. Just give, just, give it, just give it a rest, man. November 3rd can't get here fast enough. Right? <sighs> Did you guys vote? Yeah. I mm. hope I have my ballot in the mail right now. I'm still waiting on it. Okay. You gotta, you run, you're going to be pretty close, man. Dude, I'll bring it over there myself if I have to. Mine went out uh, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, mine went out last week. I'm thinking about seriously UPS and that shit. So, who'd you guys guys vote for? (laughs) 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 We'll talk off it. We'll talk uh, off air. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Whoever I voted for, I really hope they continue to make America great again. Dude, I, I'm, I'm kidding, lying. but yeah. In 2016, I'll tell you, I voted for Hillary, right? Right. Just because, yeah, obvious. This time around, it was a lot more difficult to vote, period. Of it course. Difficult, dude. Talk about two turds on stage. Yeah. I know we try to avoid the political talk, but it's what's hot right now. So I'm going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Bro, either of those debates, if you want to call them that, were awful. No four of those candidates would I want leading my country. None of them. Uh-uh. None of them. Like, no. Like, if you th- like, Pence scares me. Like, that's he does. He's creepy as fuck. I wouldn't leave my child in the room with him for more than thirty seconds, if no. even that. But like, Bill Clinton would probably have a higher chance of fucking it. True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. The thing that really bothers me is okay. Trump just had Corona. What if he dies? Yeah, that's scary. What would happen? Like, what would have happened if, say, he would have been, like, what if he would have died during, um, when um, he got that? Mm. Or say... I think it's Pence. I think Pence automatically becomes a candidate then. Yeah. Yeah. But... And then and then maybe he gets to choose a vice president. I don't know. That's crazy. Isn't but, it... Isn't it doesn't the head, uh, the head of... Senate or whatever they call it, um, automatically uh, get the vice president. No, no, no. Yes, at that point. Yes, yeah, at that point. Yes. Okay. But, but, but when it comes to the election, he'd be allowed to pick his own person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, say what happens. Say um, Biden wins. Okay, just theoretically, he wins, gets corona, and dies before he's inaugurated. What happens? Then your vice president automatically gets the, the position. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's why they're there. Oh, and that's believe, fucking scary, dude. Yeah, you know what else is scary? Well, first of all, if he does win the election, somebody's going to have to wake him up and tell him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to have to ask her what he should do because it's pretty obviously who's wearing the pants in that, that election. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> he's going to be like, I won the erection. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's my erection? Oh, God, it's awful. Yeah, it is. Oh, 
you know it's bad when you start longing for the days when pres when when Bush was president. Yeah, <laughs> and you thought that guy was stupid and the worst thing that yeah. could happen. Yeah, but and I the best part is is I know I'm not the only person who feels this way. No, I mean, it wasn't even a question for me last election. It wasn't a question for me for my whole life. This is the first election where I really thought about it. Normally, I'm not gonna lie. Normally, I was a pretty solid Democrat. I thought. Right. But as the older I get, man, you start floating into that independent zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's a funny thing because I think um, I, I really like uh, Joe Jorgensen's agenda. Uh, she's libertarian, and um, between those two candidates, it's it's really hard to choose if you just look at their political track record. Now, Joe Jorgensen, as far as I'm concerned, did a lot of things right, pushed a lot of buttons that really resonated with me. Where's um, she from? Oh, I think she's from she from Cincinnati someplace. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. Um, Ohio? Sure. I think you can't so. vote for her out of principle. I couldn't vote for her out of principle. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, I thought that was part of Kentucky, though. Isn't that right, Bobby? It's in, yeah, I consider it, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fair then. <laughs> All right, then that'd be tough. That's a gray zone for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean if you wanna if you wanna discuss the probability of third party candidates uh making it, you know, just um just look at Abraham Lincoln. The Republicans were the third party back when he got elected. So And we really need to bring that back. Like this two party system just ain't cutting it anymore. Mm. Well, I, I mean, we've always had more than two parties. The only problem is the third, you know, the independents yeah, and the libertarians, out. they don't ever get the platforms that they never I, get the chance. I actually believe at a minimum, they should have the independent candidate on these debates as well. I agree. At a minimum. At a minimum. I, I think what it should be, it should be because, you know, all these campaigns, they're run by, um, you know, they're it's all. Uh, donations through mm-hmm. parties, whatever. I think it should be capped, like right. in sports. So everybody has a fair playing field. And that right. should give the other parties also the same exact platform that the Democrats and the Republicans get. Because that's the thing. Most majority of the people that vote, they're misinformed mm-hmm. or they're not informed enough. And there could be a great libertarian or a great independent that is just, um, that is perfect for them, you know, and it, it hits all their buttons. And that, I think that could change a lot of, uh, the electoral process. Cause as far as I know, the last, who was it? The last independent that I can really, really think about was fucking Ross Perot. I was getting ready to say, yeah. wasn't that Ross Perot? Yep. Yeah. Back and that was back in the early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, here's a quick here's a quick question for you. I bet you won't even get close. How many people are officially running for president? That's probably like a couple thousand. Yeah, seeing as how everybody can do it, I'm yeah. guessing like two thousand, maybe. No, no, but you have to have a certain amount of votes to actually get on, like a ballot. A yeah, there's actually one thousand two hundred fourteen candidates. That's insane. And yeah. we're only talking about two. Kanye! <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. To be on that number, you have to have filed with the Federal Election Commission. Right. So you won't just be a write-in candidate. Um, that's a lot of fucking people, man. Yeah. It is. Why aren't they, it's why aren't staggering. they on the debate stage together? They should be. <laughs> See? And that's, that's the Six. thing about. Oh, my God. Do it WWE uh, Royal Rumble style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoever the last uh, four men standing get to do the debate. 
Yeah. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> We're like a Hunger Games type elimination tournament. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> like that way, the person who could actually whack somebody <laughs> would have a chance of, of being the I leader. I still bet Biden would have come out on top because he would just take a nap. And <laughs> he would. And they'd think he's dead. He'd be <laughs> smelling people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. People would walk by him just mistaken for some for some timber wood just laying there like, oh. God, he looks so harmless. Yeah. He does. Thank you, Grandpa. Right now, I guess right now, the polls have, as of two days ago were Biden at 53%, Trump at 42%. Mm. But fact is just like in germany nobody's really going to tell you who they voted for no and the, the thing that drives me the crazy not now like i don't know if you look back and you see like other videos and you watch other things you see how he interacted with obama totally other person i think obama took drained all his energy hmm. could have been yeah i don't know man i just think he's just he's getting old man yeah. Like, you know, like you think about now, man, when you're tired, man, we're, you know, I think, Harry, how old are you? Just turned 30, 39 in May. All right. What's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's but think about it, man. We're all upper 30s. Probably, what are you, 36, 37, somewhere there? 36. 36, yeah. So you're, you're on the, you're on the north side of the 30. So you know how it is. You have a long day. You're fucking tired, man. Imagine being in this campaign shit and you're in your fucking mid 70s. Oh, like you gotta be, you're exhausted, man. And not only that, it's you know that's a that's a high volume amount of stress mm-hmm. for yeah. like a year or more. There's traveling. There's jet lag. Um, there's like your your regular little aches and pains that you get as you get older. However, I think this this year this election is also different in the fact that they don't have the traditional campaign trail that they normally do. Because because of the corona and everything, I don't think that they're traveling as much as they normally did. And I think that's what's really saving Biden's behind because um, he said from the get-go. He's not in front of the camera as much. Yeah, number one, <laughs> number one, it's that. And number two, he said because of the corona, he's not going to do it. But I think, um, I'm not sure his body could take the stress of all that no. traveling. Now, now Trump's going to go on a campaign. Yeah. Um, he, he's not, he's not scared of Corona. He's not scared of dying. Probably has every drug that there's known to man in his body right now. Yeah. Well, but, he's also hyped up on Big Macs and fries. So he's fine. <laughs> hamburgers. <laughs> I have all the hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I pay for it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But this, this Biden thing, I mean, I, I don't know who who's in charge of like putting a stick up his back before he goes on stage, you know, just pushing it. Maybe he has somebody like under the counter, like moving. It's like it's like I think after elections over, like Ashton Kutcher is gonna jump out and be like, "You guys have been punked. We've been fucking weekend at Bernie, like weekend at Bernie's with this dude yeah. for the last year and a half." <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been punked. He died in 2019. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> he Sound started like Corona. <laughs> It's he's, nuts, man. He's this like the guy from Tales from the Crypt that you always saw in the beginning, you know? <laughs> the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it's unfortunately that's politics in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but see, that's one of, one of these clowns is going to win. Yeah, but that's the thing about these strange times that we have because Bobby's like 100% right. We only hear about these two candidates off, out of those like 100 
1,250 people that you mentioned, Dave, um, because they have these unbelievable amounts of money that they can put into ads. But also, this is the year where we're talking about like major audiences for podcasts. Yeah. Just imagine like Joe Jorgensen or any one of those other candidates on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Boom. That's like instant fame. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. That's a that's a great point, actually. Um, you know, going back to platforms, you know, they might not have the the exact same platform that Trump and Biden have. However, they could use social media mm-hmm. um and further their names and get more, you know, more popular and get their stuff around. But however, the problem is like, yeah, that's good. They can do that. However, You'll never see them in a debate, though, with the other two. That's a huge problem. True. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Wait a second. Is Joe Jorgensen, is that a woman or a man? It's a woman. woman. Okay. And do you know her vice presidential candidate's name? I don't know, but I did look it up just now. She's from Libertyville, Illinois. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, but she's, yeah. She's actually from, was a Clemson psychology lecturer, which, you know, useless um her fucking her fucking vice president's name is spike cohen Mm -hmm. and he ran for that nomination and his vice presidential person he ran with was named vermin supreme nice that's i'm not even i'm not you can't even make that shit up (laughs) vermin supreme i'm sorry for interrupting you man i just happened to look at your no i was like it's fine that's great green party hold on green party their candidate's name is Howie Hawkins. <laughs> I think we are being pumped because that's a made-up name. That's, that, that, that's name. what that is. Like Joe Jorgensen. That sounds yeah. like, hey, Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> like totally like made up. Over, it actually sounds like when you get pulled over by the cops. Yeah. And they're like, hey, what's your name? And you're like, yeah, my name's Vermin Supreme. <laughs> exactly. Fuck <laughs> you. Your name ain't no Vermin Supreme. <laughs> or it's like on The Simpsons when Bart Simpson would uh, – prank mo all the time <laughs> and howie hawkins from the green party his job used to be he was a teamster and a ups worker oh jesus that's exactly <laughs> who you need yeah uh, <laughs> here's cool. the thing though i thought like um i don't know why well obviously not because trump did it but i honestly think that you have to have some sort of political experience whether it's it has to be higher than a, a, a mayoral position, I think. You do? No, I. Th- you don't. No, you, you don't. D- you absolutely do not. Right. However, I think that they should change. They should amend that. Yeah. And make that possible, because imagine how different it would be if it was just, um, you know, people that you know that are like senators and mm-hmm. stuff like that that have been senators their whole lives. Yeah, it will still be as corrupt and shitty. However, you're going to have people that already know how it works and how to keep it working that way. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of people are fighting against that, man. That's exactly what they don't want anymore. They yeah. don't want people who have been sunk in politics already. And- yeah, but we saw how well he cleared, how he cleaned the swamp, how he drained the swamp, as so as he says. Yeah, he drained the swamp, but filled it with his shitbag family. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a yeah. it's an instinctive thing. Um, like nepotism is sure it's 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 big on on his ticket, but I think it's an instinctive thing to like try to be surrounded with people that you know and trust. Yeah, 
And in a situation or in a, in a position like that, anybody who's going to be in, in your circle is going to make a shitload of money. So a lot of people are going to be very interested to be in your, like, in your main circle. So I don't really know if, he, if, if we're just going to have to, like, accept it, that corruption is just a part of the game. Oh, of course. And yeah. also, the, the higher, the bigger, na- the bigger your name is, the more shit bags are going to flock to you and actually, you know, they're going to try to feed off you. You you ever see like a big ass shark swimming in the ocean? You Mm -hmm. see those little sucker fish. Yeah. Right. That's all those. They they don't have a real circle of friends. They just want It's just a bunch of people that are just grabbing crumbs. That's all they're there for. But what I like about those sucker fish is they don't waste time on victim blaming. You know, they just take whatever falls. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you guys... (laughs) You, you guys know who, who Kane West is running under? What party? What? The birthday party. No. <laughs> no shit. Kane West birthday party. Are you serious? Yeah. The 43-year-old rapper is running on his own party line, which he calls the birthday party. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... He's, he's, not on enough, he's not on enough tickets in states. He's not on enough states to actually ever win the election. Um... <laughs> But he's just saying he's just hoping that Trump wins because Trump knows how to, to help America. That's pretty much what he's saying. That's crazy, man. Like, I wish I could get that high. Yeah. I don't know what, man. He's going crazy lately. Like the last few months. I Here's some, here's some, here's some quotes. I got to give you these quotes. I'm trying to say without laughing. <laughs> West is known for sometimes making head-scratching or outlandish comments. For example, at a South Carolina campaign rally in July, he said, Harriet Tubman, I quote, never actually freed the slaves. She just had them work for other white people. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I quote, everyone who has a baby should receive a million dollars to discourage abortions. Yeah, I heard that. (laughs) Right after he said how he was about to tell Kim to abort their first child. Yeah. Well, he had a million dollars to give her. Never actually freed the slaves. She just had to work for other white people. That is, Yikes. That is the funniest shit. Oh man. Did you see on the Twitter? Did you see on the Twitters? He um had his, his little Grammy award he won, the little I don't know what you call that thing anymore. What do they call those things? It's not not it's not a trophy. It's the out I mean the outline of the actual award. It's what they used to play records on and it had a gramophone? gramophone, yeah, okay, you got it. Yeah. And he had it in there and he was pissing on it. And he's saying he was taking back the record companies for all the independent artists. <laughs> and he, was, he had a video of him pissing on Isn't he board. a record company? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, which is funny. <laughs> Dude, there's a million of these parties that it's just crazy, man. That I've is never crazy. I really looked into this. That's, that's the problem. I mean, I don't want to read them, but there's eight more that are like considered significant candidates. Significant enough to where some of them could. Yeah, well, they could win. A significant candidate is somebody who wins 1% of the overall vote. Oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you think about how many votes are cast, it's yeah, that's a true. number of people. It's... So you're significantly in... in signif- sig- damn. Hey, for the, last thing I'll, for the last thing I'll do, I'll just read them off and let me know if you've ever heard of them, guys, all right? Rocky de la Fuente, Alliance and Reform Party. Nope. Don Blankenship, Constitution Party. Nope. Nope. That sounds like a guy, Don Blankenship, who likes to sit in his chair at night and have a nice, a nice whiskey. That it? guy, no, that's the kind of guy that is 
as he's cleaning his gun at night at the kitchen table, he's stroking his dong and saying, they're never going to take you, baby. <laughs> oh, like, that's what actually, that guy sounds like. Actually, Bobby, you may have hit it on the head. I just got to read this. Blanket Chip is one of the more controversial third-party candidates this year. He was the CEO of the Massey Engineering Company at the time of the Upper Big Branch coal mine explosion in West Virginia <laughs> that killed 29 miners in 2010. Blankenship served a year in prison after he was found guilty of conspiring to violate federal mine safety standards. Jesus Christ. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think the party name is interesting too. Constitution party. Like, I like that constitution thing. Yeah. Not, but here, here's the thing. How can you run for president? If you were in prison for a year, that's felony shit. How can you, I didn't know you could run as a felon. Wow. This guy's a bag of shit. Dude. Hold on. Oh, you can be a felon. You just have to be American. Yeah, and while, ru- while running for U.S. Senate in West Virginia in 2018, Blankenship made headlines for referring to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who, by the way, side note, Mitch McConnell, I don't think that's his real face. I don't think so either. <laughs> I think he had that face put on. I, I don't think he's alive still. I think he's a real live Weekend at Bernie's guy. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like year after year his face gets looser. But nonetheless, <laughs> this guy referred to him as Cocaine Mitch and said the <laughs> Kentucky Republican and made his China family wealthy. Side note, McConnell is married to U.S. Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow, who was born in Taiwan. His China family, dude, that's awful. <laughs> it is awful. <laughs> Don Blankenship, dude, go at it. See, guys, we can make politics fun. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> we should start a party, guy. man. We should start a party, the Pants Off Party. <laughs> well, if, you can, if you can go seriously and, like, submit it to, like, the... What is that? The U.S. federal whatever that you have to to get on those one thousand two hundred candidates, whatever that was again. I have to look it up. Right. If but, you could put birthday party on there with a serious face, then I think we could come up with something good. That's what I'm talking about. Pants off party and be like, all right, well, what's your guys's agenda? Pits and pussies. Mm. Pits <laughs> and pussies. It's gonna be the pants down party. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have ooh, ooh, ooh. Will all three run as candidates? We'll be like. This is the first time ever that three guys are running for two spots, right? Yeah. Two guys are vice president. <laughs> and it'll have us in a bathroom with our pants down around our ankles, and we're looking over our shoulders. Just giving them a thumbs up. <laughs> and our slogan will be pissing our way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can see that happening. <laughs> I love it. Dude, I always said if Trump can win, we can win. Fucking hell. Absolutely. We have all the minorities. All we need is me. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. one other thing. One other thing that happened over the weekend that we can talk about. I don't know if how much. Did you guys see um, the Saturday Night Live? No. Thing that was going crazy on Twitter. Mm, which one? That, oh, um, that video. Yeah, the comedian. Oh God, uh, Bill Burr. I know Bill Burr, but I didn't see no, that. No, I didn't okay. see it. Then, then we'll talk about it on the next podcast. I was hoping I should have sent it to you earlier. He went off on white women. On the, you know how you have the opening. Um, what do they call that? The opening, it's not opening act, it's the opening monologue. Monologue, yeah. Usually goes for anywhere from seven to nine minutes, whatever. And he went off on white women, about white women, um, you know, taking over the woke movement. He said it started, basically what he said was it started out about, you know, people of color and then not getting opportunities and things. And it lasted for about eight seconds. And then white women took it over. So, they took their hold on. What's up? I actually have this here. Yeah, but be careful about playing it because I don't know. It's on YouTube. 
Okay, then you're good, yeah. Um, the problem, let's talk about white women. Oh, fuck's sake, dude. It's like 10 minutes. That's what I said. It's nine minutes, but there's a specific clip. Well, there was that one that, that white women got mad about, and then there was one that he talked about Gay Pride Month and how Gay Pride Month is like oh. the nicest month in the middle of summer. Here's one. Did Bill Burr cross the line with his SNL monologue, and it's a minute 45 long. Yeah, see what it is. I don't know. I should have had you guys listen to it ahead of time. All right, hold up. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. So you don't have YouTube premium? <laughs> Ads. So. always been known for its edgy humor, but did this weekend's monologue go too far? Comedian Bill Burr is getting mixed reviews for his shtick that some viewers found either bold or offensive. Ladies and gentlemen, did comedian Bill Burr cross the line with his SNL monologue? How stupid is that cancel thing? They're literally running out of people to cancel. They're going after dead people now. They're trying to cancel John Wayne. God did that 40 years ago. The month of June is Gay Pride Month. That's a little long, don't you think? For a group of people that were never enslaved. <laughs> SNL fans lit up Twitter. Who approved that monologue? The crowd doesn't even know if they should laugh or not. Others came to his defense. I think your monologue was hilarious and true. Ignore the easily offended snowflakes. Burr doesn't seem too phased, tweeting, Night of my life. So good. Also made an appearance. Vice President okay, Pence, so. The, um, yeah. Um. If, yeah. If, yeah, it's 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 just it wasn't as bad as they made it sound, but it was. He hit some tender points, you know. White women never like being called out, and they did jack the movement, man. Yeah, it is what it is, you know. I don't care. People can at me if they want to. I'll go at it. The thing but. that pisses me off with this whole canceled thing. My oldest the other day, I did something, and she just kind of looked at me. She went, "You're canceled." I went, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" <laughs> Like I just wanted to grab her by the throat and be like, "Do you even know what that means?" Yeah, like be like your your phone's canceled. How's that sound? Yeah, the thing that pisses me off about that now is you could have somebody, um, uh, you know, just how it is how the laws are in America. I'm not sure if it's like this by you know, all states, but I know for a fact in Ohio, um, say if you you were in a completely dark alley, there's no lights, no nothing. You sneak off to take a pee. Somebody sees you. You are then um, busted for exposing yourself for, you know, public exposure. What? Yep. Public urination. However, you then have to go register yourself as a sex offender. You What? Yes. Wow. For taking a fucking piss. So imagine somebody that is just... Say you've been just a long, hectic day. You haven't had a chance to take a piss. You are going to pee your pants. Like, your fucking teeth are floating. So you sneak off and you take a piss. Boom. You're canceled. How fucked is that? And that's the yeah. culture that we live in now. Hmm. Yeah. That's why I said you got to be careful what you say, man. Yeah, definitely. That's people why I'm happy I'm famous. Fuck you. Well, the problem is people take it out of context, and then they yes. just try to fry you without even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Bobby, can we have a tradition here and take a little break for a minute? Yeah. 
Yeah, give me give me five. Yep. So we are back. Just took a quick little break. We had to uh, we had to listen to what Bill had to say. Yeah, we watched the whole video in its entirety. Um, and it's worth checking out. It is. It is. You guys, hilarious. please go check it out. It's hilarious. Um, he drops a lot of truth bombs. Whether you like it or not. Nope. And I can picture. I have so many white female friends that um, are like all spearheads for the woke movement. I can like really picture each and every one of those faces as he keeps talking. He is he's so spot on. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I like I like the goosey footed feet. I <laughs> swung <laughs> over the, the fence of oppression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough these days being a white male Bobby. It is, man. It's tough it's definitely tough. Listen to me cry about it. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is what it is, buddy. Yeah. It, it's almost gotten to the point to where I really don't want to go back to the States just because I don't want. I'm I'm tired of that. I feel like it's being stuffed in my face right now. And I'm kind of. I get it, but I, I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Is that wrong to say? Well, um, yeah, but on the other hand, isn't it cool that you can just like speed, go five over the speed limit, get pulled over and just actually get a ticket? Isn't that cool too? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Instead of getting it. shot. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think I'm not gonna say. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you can record it and be like, ha ha. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm I've said this a million times, and I'll say it a million times again. I'm not gonna pretend that I'm 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 you know blind to the fact that I have things easier than people of color. Yes. Um, I think we all can admit that any white guy can, if he's not in his feelings about it, getting called out on it, but it, it is what it is. But at a certain point, at a certain point, you start, it starts hitting home. And then after a while, people start blocking it out and then it loses its effectiveness. And then it makes exactly it the other way. Uh, it, it, exactly. You bring up a good point because this makes a lot of people, I think the true meaning behind the whole black lives uh, matter movement, a lot of it's being lost and it's sad Um, just because of how people are handling it and how certain things are playing out. A lot of the true meaning and the real suffering is being overshadowed by other things. And that's the part that really grosses me out. It, you know, yeah, I hear you. I I would agree. Now, um, Harry, I want to ask you this just for the fact because you are, you know, you're, you are half black. Yeah. Um, Ooh, you are whoa, also whoa, 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 whoa. half African American, well, part African American Chinese from what we just learned. Um, <laughs> you can't be half. That doesn't make mathematical sense. No. So you are procentually African American. <laughs> Harry, what is your exact percentage of? African-American ancestry. We're talking like 16? <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, my uncle, who's black enough to leave fingerprints on charcoal, um, <laughs> according to Ancestry.com, only has like 38% in him. Oh, wow. But he's like really black. He's black, black. Right. I don't know why, but I'm still dying here. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that either. Okay, but however, you... You do have African American blood in you, whatever percent is whatever it is. Mm. But you, fact of the matter is, you, 
You do. You relate. Yeah. So you relate to the white side and the African American side of situations. I. Th- yeah. I yeah. think. Well, I can. Knowing you, I can see you being the type of person where you take it from a. You know the kind of standpoint where you like to view everything, whatever. However, all that shit aside, how did? And I'm only asking this is because you've you spent your entire life here in Germany. Uh, pretty much, I spent like five years in the U.S. Okay. Um, what I mean is any of this. Um. Fuck, how do I say this? <laughs> Just be yourself, Bobby. <laughs> that's that's the problem I'm having here, Harry. <laughs> no. Um, so, I mean, what part of... I mean, does any of this shit rile you up, or do you see it completely different? Because one of my really good friends back in the States, he is very black. He is... I mean, have you ever... You remember the old McDonald's commercials? Remember Grimace? That purple whatever the fuck <laughs> thing is? <laughs> That's what this dude looks like. <laughs> Same figure and everything. We joke about it all the time. Be like, you grimace looking motherfucker. And like, it's, that's how it is. And we were talking about this and he told me, he's like, it's, it's sad because, and it, it's one of the things I just said is where this whole, the whole meaning is being lost. A lot of people, people are becoming too woke. Um, mm. And he said, and that's the problem. And that's how he sees it. But then again, he's also the kind of person where it doesn't matter if you put him in a room of it's just him and a hundred black guys, or it's just him and a hundred white guys. He's going to be himself. He he doesn't change depending on how the room is. He yeah. doesn't read the room. He is who he is twenty four hours a day, and doesn't change that. With that being said, he's also the kind of person where he doesn't see. I don't think he really sees the the racist side of things, he tries to look at it as, Hey man, we're here together. Yeah. Some people are in a shittier boat than the others. However, we're all in the same ocean. We're a community. Let's work it out that way. And most people don't see it that way. Um, but as far as you, does any of this like really chap your ass or really get you mad? Well, um, it doesn't really well yeah of course it gets me mad because i i don't like injustice um whenever it happens but the thing is it's always like whenever i whenever i start to get riled up it's like the other side kind of pulls me down whenever i get riled up about white people stereotypes the black side goes nah. and whenever i get riled up over black people stereotypes the white side goes nah. so um it's it's really it's really hard. I just, I just, I was just thinking about it um, today too, because what you said, I think, is is very accurate. Um, the meaning is getting lost. But on the other hand, just listening to Dave talk, it's like when you see or when you hear about another black guy being shot or um, like unlawfully frisked, you're just gonna be like, oh well, another one. Let me watch NFL. So these um, these these uh, these civil rights movements, um, the Black Lives Matter movement, they have to be uncomfortable. They have to be uncomfortable for the meaning to or for the the true meaning to actually have a meaning. You know, and I'm sorry to cut you off here, but that's a great point. And this is something where they have to actually keep pushing it further is because like you said, it's the same thing. Okay. I turn on the news. Okay. Another African-American was shot today. Next. We become numb to it. Yeah. 
So therefore, what happens when we become numb to something? We don't pay attention to it anymore. 100%. And that's the problem. Yeah. That's why I understand people um, that take it to extremes and activists um, that take it to uh, take it to extremes. Now, the problem with that is... <laughs> what, what were you getting ready to say, Bobby? <laughs> Go on. No, no, what is... So any no, of our no. African-American females listening, please burn your bras and send us pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we need activism, damn it. <laughs> yeah, more nudity. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I think also... Uh, the woke movement is taking it too far because like being in between races, I try or I'm automatically drawn into a, a certain um, position of uh, neutrality that I don't really want to have. I, I want to yeah. be like yeah. on okay. an agenda, but I can't really sell myself to an agenda because I always know that there's two sides of the story. Um, because, you know, I think I've talked about that on stage too. I think um, just categorizing people depending on the way they look or depending on certain correct characteristics, I think is human nature. Mm -hmm. Now, because we're, we're social beings, we're wired to look for a team. Yeah. Now the problem that arises is if this team accumulates a certain material wealth and the people on the outside don't. That's why when I talk to my, um, when I talk to my black family about, uh, about this whole thing, I think it's really hard for them to to like gather themselves under like the Black Lives Matter movement or any kind of agenda because um, they were all like in their in their north of the 30s um, when the civil rights movement really happened. My uncle got his arm broken by a cop while he was participating on the march of Mas on the march in Washington um, with Martin Luther King. So he's very pro black. His brother, another uncle of mine, was a lifetime Republican because he's doing well financially. Okay. To him, it was always like a matter of, well, poor versus rich and not as much as black versus white. So there's right. so much division um, like within, um, within black people. We're talking about millions of people and, here. And so. the problem is like... To add to your point, how you just said, you know, he was looking at it from the financial aspect. However, when you break it down to that, the financial aspect and the cultural aspect, it all kind of shifts the same way. Hmm. And that's another problem. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's a lot of things um, that go along with the Black Lives Matter movement. Number one, to say, uh, to say the first thing, I do support the idea. Yeah. I do support um, the fact that they have to do a lot more to help like black communities um, to like really break up those neighborhoods um, where there's basically like um, a culture of lawlessness. That being said, I think defunding the police is a shit slogan. And I think it's a shit idea because the first thing they need to do is to get rid of, um, of the amount of crime that they have on hand. And what they need to do to do that is increase the police force, but also increase police training, get the proper people there to do the job um, that won't have the amount of, I'm going to get in trouble for using the word, but won't produce the amount of collateral damage that these policemen are, are, are producing now the so-called bad apples because if you look like maybe dave you can relate to this um like special forces in iraq 
um, when they went through the towns and they were like looking for looking for the bad guys, I don't think that they produced as much collateral damage as um, like some of the policemen do over in the states when like on routine traffic stops. Correct yeah, me if I'm wrong. Not at all. No, not at all. Because they have these rules of engagement and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, they, well, well. Let's be fair. I think normal soldiers would say that because they're under a certain set of rules of engagement. Those guys are kind of. Those guys are going to produce more collateral damage. Those guys, well, they try not to because they try to. I think what I know what Harry's saying. Yeah, I, go ahead, Harry. I know what you're saying. Though. Go ahead. Yeah. So I think the level of tra- really- um, um, the level of training for for policemen um, has to be. Like uh, or or the the um, the hurdles that they have to take to get the job have to be higher, and I think also the pay has to be higher because you have to attract certain people um, that have certain characteristics. If I compare that with like um, the uh, uh, the traits that they were looking for when they were looking for air traffic controllers, and I applied, um, is you have to attract a certain clientele of people that says, yeah, I have these certain um, traits. And I also want to make a shitload of money. So you better pay me if I sell my um, if I sell those traits to you, right? Right. Perfect example, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one. I think that there not only as far as uh, police reform needs to be made, they also as far as how the taxes are done. Mm-hmm. It needs to be done. Um, I think they need to be done. County, not city wise, but county wise, and divided equally. Mm-hmm. Um, because where I'm from, literally, um, you have in the same county, you have um, one of the poor, actually, right now it, is, it overtook Detroit. It is the poorest city in America. Really? Yes. Um, as far as the poverty line goes, Cleveland is the poorest city. And people, major, more people live below their means and below the poverty line than any other city in the States. Damn. Um, and you can fact check that. Anybody? Um, the problem is with that is literally 15 minutes down the road, you have one of the richest cities in Ohio, same county. But that's where majority of the doctors live. That's where the athletes live. And the problem with that is, is if you want to be a cop in that city, just to start off, you're going to be seventy-five to 80000 a year salary as a first-year cop. Hmm. Okay? Now go 20 minutes down the road into Cleveland. You're starting off at like... 23 24 grand if that mm. how is that fucking fair and also the level of training is also dramatically different yeah how is that fair and the problem that i have with that is okay in that ritzier area crime is very low a lot of traffic stops a lot of dui stops okay yeah however you have all the violence and all the main stuff in the inner city. So doesn't it make sense to have all those assets, all those funds mitigated to where it's needed? And I think that is also something that could start to that can help start this process and the change that is needed to be made within the law enforcement. Yeah. Um, the law enforcement aspect um, is is one thing, and that's brilliant that you brought that up, Bobby. But also in the US, um, 
I understand that they uh, that the police does a lot of social work also. Um, I just saw something on Facebook recently where um, a special needs kid got um, assaulted by the police because mom called police because um, the kid didn't want to go to school and mm. was like an autistic kid. And, you know, my, my German side like pitched in. It's like, why did she call the police on her own kid? But like in parts of the States, that's completely normal that's that's what they do that's part of their assignment so um yeah a lot of funds should go in that direction to take um the social service aspect away from law enforcement mm -hmm. um because i think it's two different things mm -hmm. um and then yeah increase the police presence to decrease the level of crime and then in um in like a second step to go to come full circle help those blacks uh, help those black communities um like get rid of all the poverty, incentivize them to like maybe not uh, pursue a, a criminal life by, by showing them that if they go through the system, if they have equal opportunities, um, going through a system is actually um, better for them economically and they don't have to be scared to go to jail all their lives, you know, better than pursuing a criminal career because in like certain areas like the ones that, that you just described are also in Detroit, um, I'm guessing that a criminal career is like the most lucrative thing for you to do because even if you get a high school <laughs> yeah. diploma, you have no place to go. You have no no place to work. No, not right? if the you know if the ad, average uh, I f I forget what it is in Cleveland. I think it's like it's like eight seventeen sixteen to eighteen thousand a year. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Right, right, Look, man. Fact is, I'm listening to you guys talk and go on and on. Fact is, if these people would just pull themselves up by their bootstraps, we'd be a lot better off. Yeah. Well, they Obviously do need I'm some joking. help. Obviously, I'm joking, guys. I know. I, <laughs> I was like, wow, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Republican Floridian yeah. in them. <laughs> oh, but Florida isn't all that Republican. I, I, think, I, I think, you know, yeah, it is. Where he's <laughs> from, <laughs> fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I think uh, just I was just letting you guys talk. I didn't want to interrupt, but I think you both kind of hit it on. You have to you have to give everybody a fair shot, and that's yeah. the whole problem. Um, a lot of people are like, well, if they just go, to, if if, if African American children just went to school and didn't go to this this drug, and well, look, man, when you got people to feed, like here's my best example. It's going to be a far off example, but but just hear me out. When we were when I was in Iraq, right. People are like, I don't understand how these people can attack soldiers. I don't understand how any of this can happen. And really, I mean, the fact is, is like when you don't have money to feed your family or anything, you're going to do things that you probably in all reality don't even want to do. Mm -hmm. But you just got to do it to feed your family. I mean, it's kind of a far off example, but it's the best one I can come up with. It's the same thing when you're all you see is poverty and all you see is crime. Then guess what? You're probably going to get stuck in, unfortunately. Right. Is mm -hmm. that man? It's I, a know, circle somebody, life, man. It is, and it's a shitty circle to be a part of. So, I mean, it's not... It, and it's another thing, man. People need to be exposed to people of other cultures. We, people are afraid of stuff they don't know. It's yep. just how it is. Mm -hmm. And it's always the shitty example that gets put on the news, right? It's always the shittiest example. So somebody who grows up in, I don't know, Buckwheat, Nebraska, probably has never, ever seen a, a, a black person their whole life. Mm -hmm. So all they know is what they get off Fox News. And God... God help them, man. You know, it's always the shittiest example, man. The best thing that ever happened to me was going into the military. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Because you were exposed to people of all places, all walks of life, all cultures. 
And what happened? What it, What is the main thing that you learned in the military, Dave? <laughs> what the main thing that I learned? Yeah. Well, I learned a couple of things. One is to never, you know, show up to formation with dirty boots. That's the first thing I learned. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm talking overall. Like, what is one of the biggest things that you can walk away with from the mil? If the military never, if Man, the, the military taught you one thing, it was this. We all bleed red, that's for sure. Exactly. And we're all the same, man. We all want the same. I think I exactly. believe that. Most people just want food for their families and, and to have a roof over their heads. Most people are – I actually believe that, man. Most people are genuinely good people. I do too, and I, I agree with you. The only problem is, is it's how a lot of people believe how they can obtain it. That's the problem. Because yeah. if you're in a – in a very, if you're in a poverty stricken area and you say, man, I don't want to live here anymore. So in order to achieve your end goal, which is a roof over your head and food in your belly, you might have to do some sketchy things. And I think if actual funds and everything were really appropriated, I understand this sounds socialist as fuck. However, it could solve a lot of problems and you're keeping it within your community Within your area, instead of just doing it city based, do it county based. Mm -hmm. That will change so much. Yeah. See, yeah. that that aspect of socialism isn't that bad, and that's why I say you know the German side keeps pulling me back sometimes because I understand how hard it is for like your garden variety American to um, to accept that. But after having like spent all this time in Germany. Um, it's really not a scary thing. It's just the way how I understand life, how I understand like living in a country together. Right. You know? Um, Easy, Bobby. Got a communist on the phone with us. <laughs> Somebody likes paying taxes. Miller, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But I, th I think you need both. I think you need the best of both worlds. That's why I think um, the bipartisan system is is really obsolete obsolete i mean it brought us brought us this far but you need the market obviously you need um yeah. you need uh the 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 uh the competition you need yeah. that just to get better but you also <laughs> need uh, the, the socialist net i think for the people who really can't take care of themselves yeah and those people in all societies there's nothing wrong with taking care of them man mm. yeah i don't know i think i don't you know i don't really enjoy paying the taxes i pay but at least i i see some things that i get out of it Certainly, I don't mind the the insurance system here. I mean, I'll take that all day over the I won't. states. Probably I think it's. Up. I still think it's garbage here. It is well, awful. I've never had an issue. I've never had an issue. I man. I mean, have you ever really had a serious issue? I'm, I'm yes, I have. Okay. I had a complication so had from an operation where I almost died. Um, well, that's what you get for getting your dick cut off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um actually after drinking that water from cleveland you should be immune to everything you would think <laughs> but um the problem is is um in the states if i was sick i had to go to the doctor i didn't have to wait to like make myself feel better enough where i can go sit at the doctor's office for three and a half hours and wait to be seen for 25 seconds and get um, a note that says I'm sick. I fucking know I'm sick. That's why I'm here, dickhead. What is wrong with me? That's you know why I'm here. More than that, huh? You have to make it. Here's what irritates me most about the German system. If we're gonna bitch about it, I'll bitch about one thing. Why the 
fuck are you making me make an appointment to sit there for three hours after my appointment time? Oh, they, see, I my doctor, they don't even have appointments. What? They have open hours. You go there and it's first come, first serve. Good luck. You can make an appointment with any doctor. Not with that doctor. What? Not most the house doctor there and um ones over here. I think you can do an appointment. However, they're very sketchy how they need how they take their appointments. Mm-hmm. They only take so many a day. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get in, you're not getting in for a couple of days. Where this other doctor, you have to go and it's first come, first serve every day. And it sucks. Yikes. In the States, hey, I'm sick. I'm coming by today. What time should I come? Ah, Bobby, why don't you be here at 2.15? I'm there at 10 after 2. Guess what? Before 2.15, I'm sitting in that room and somebody's taking my blood pressure and checking my vitals. Never fucking once has that ever happened here in Germany. Oh, yeah. Here in Germany, we have socialized health care. Okay, yes, we do. Everybody has it. However, look on your tax statement. How much are you paying for insurance here? I never once paid close to that in the States. And my insurance in the States was a million times better. Yeah, but your situation was a little different than a lot of people's. Let's not take your situation as the common factor because it's not. I understand. However, America does have a socialized health care system now. No, it doesn't. Are you fucking kidding me? It's been pulled apart, dude. It's been dismantled. We'll argue on this one all day. It's been dismantled mm. over the last four years to where it's shit. If it was actually running the way it's supposed to, it'd be a lot better off. Okay, I didn't say people. it was running the way it's supposed to. However, there is a plan available for everybody. True or false? Well, I can agree with that, sure. But it's yes. also ones that they're not able to go to the doctor because they can't afford it. Okay. Right. I mean, I don't know what it's like where you guys grew up, but um, I know my dad uh, thinks twice about calling an ambulance because it costs him about a thousand dollars to do it. And that's um, my it, point. In, in Germany, you don't think twice about calling an ambulance. Yeah. My dad got in that terrible motorcycle accident, and the ride and the I can't remember. I know it was five digits. The ride in the mm-hmm. helicopter to the hospital. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I can't. I think my mom said thirty-five thousand. That's probably Jesus Christ. Yeah, and if you have to take ten percent, think about that. It's still a chunk of money, man. Mm. I mean, there's, you can't tell me there's not corruption. There's something wrong with that, Bobby. No, I agree. No, I, I had some... I had a kidney stone operation with no insurance in the states. Mm. It was not fun. Well, how many dicks did you have to people. suck to pay for it? I didn't. The hospital, the uh, Cleveland Clinic, they said you're good. Really? You can't pay for it. You're good. Really? Yeah. And that's why your insurance rate goes up. Hmm. Um, the, that's why, if you look at it, Cleveland Clinic is. That's why we're, they're one of the best hospitals in the world. Okay. Well, not only that, but think about how many people use the emergency room as their doctor. True. That is very true. Uh, and then they, you can, you know, in the states, you can't. People have misconception. In the states, you can't be denied care. Right. You can't be a denied initial care, but it's the follow-up care that you can be denied. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many people have you know taken the broke their arm and then they ended up taking the cast themselves after their arm felt okay? I mean, that's fucked up if you think about it. That's like 18th century shit. Yeah, but in rural areas, do you really have a choice but to go to the emergency room because there's like no, there's not a doctor in every little town, is there? Yeah, no, not anymore because they there's just not paid enough. It's not paid well enough. Yeah, those people would rather go to the big ones. 
Hey, yeah. Bobby, let's check the time, man, because we're running long today. We are. We're a little over an hour, hour and four minutes almost. All right. Well, let's keep it. Let's keep it clean. Yep. Um, I don't know. I think we're supposed to uh, slow down anyway. So I would say we are going to wrap it up. We never wrap it up, Bobby. No, we don't. I don't even know what that means. But that's okay. Harry, Harry doesn't wrap it up either. I'm too wide to wrap. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was clever from the three of us. That was very clever. Well played. Touche, well sir. Played. So, All right, guys. Dave, you going to stay on? I, I, will. I will. All right. I'm going to run us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Harry, why don't you plug your shit? Okay. Um, but- what? The what? <laughs> plug his shit go ahead Dave has a visual Um, (laughs) uh, no check out my football podcast ball time it's about football in Germany Um, also check me out on Instagram I'll be doing some comedy open mics in Germany and the Netherlands in English I'm gonna do that till I get a solid 30 minutes and then I'll try German again I can also encourage each and every one of you guys listening who are in the states guys and gals for that matter and people who are undecided um, to start comedy, to like maybe hook up with a local comedy group. And uh, yeah, just like really add some flavor and color to the German English comedy scene. We desperately need it. Thank you guys. Cool. Um, you going to plug your shit? No, nah, I'm good, man. If anything, you need to plug yours. What am I plugging? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything to plug. No, we don't. Other than oh, this. Oh, well, shit. I meant to tell you, man, for all those people who were curious, all two of you, uh, did have a football game two weeks ago and did end up winning that game 50-8. to eight. Nice. Nice. Congratulations. Nice. Thanks, man. First win as an offensive coordinator felt good, man. Hell yeah. And, and surprisingly, I didn't even get that angry in the game. I guess that's what happens when you just win by that much. You're just not Does it count it. if you don't break a clipboard? I don't. I don't really have a clipboard, Bobby. This is um, 2000s. Um, but um, what kind of poor team is that? Yeah, don't even have a clipboard. Well, who uses a clipboard? Fucking everybody. People who can write normally. No, you use your <laughs> learning, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I use my play call sheet, man. If I have any notes, I write it on there for after the game. Okay, that works. Plus it was a little difficult to write since it was pouring down rain, which is also fun. True. So it'd be a sloppy game. Anyways, man, we want to plug things, but I just wanted to say that. Cool, cool. And uh, hey, and everybody, really seriously, if you got any questions for us, send them. I mean, I think Harry being on is going to be a normal thing since we do a podcast usually once a month. So <laughs> it's all Bob's fault, really. Yeah, I'm trying to fix that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that works out, brother. <laughs> I was telling Harry today, man. This, I love doing this, but it's. The other shit that I hate, <laughs> the I you know the two hours setting up, breaking down just for an hour of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we do a podcast. It's like a, a, usually an hour together. Cool. Yeah. I have another like two and a half, almost three hours behind the scenes that you guys you know that's not seen. Mm. Um, but. Making way on the studio, so that will definitely that'll, that'll help things. 
that will help a lot. <laughs> Are we going to, um, well, we'll talk about it offline. Okay, but all right. All right, guys, you know where to listen, you know where to find us, uh, any questions send to any of us and we will be sure to get you an answer and let us know what you want to hear on the next podcast. And we will try to take some notes for next month. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Have, Have a month. Have a month.